Welcome to this episode of Getting Social with the Curious Cowgirl podcast. I'm your host, Mary the Curious Cowgirl, and I am all about teaching antiques and vintage business owners step-by-step how to utilize social media to cultivate new clients and increase sales. Be sure and check out my show notes for more information about my digital courses and how you can enroll today. In this episode, we are talking about being resilient business owners, and resilience has everything to do with mindset. So let's dive into that topic together. I hope everybody is doing well. Um, So I am, you probably can see that I've got my little fancy microphone and all that set up here. So I am not only recording this as a training video, but I also am recording this for a podcast. So that's why you kind of see my mic here so I can kind of get some better sound for the podcast. But This is our regularly scheduled Training Tuesday video, so I hope all of you all are doing well, and um, I've got so much I want to visit with you all about today. So first of all, um, last week I posted about the Brimfield um, online flea market show effort going on. And in my Tuesday video to you all, um, I encouraged you to go look at what was going on, see how they're doing it. And then again on Thursday, I encouraged you all to head over to Instagram and kind of see how the Brimfield folks um, were, you know, trying to kind of make, you know, lemonade out of lemons and have an online flea market experience since the big May flea market was canceled. And so I hope you all took the time to do that. I really um, applaud, again, I said this about the ADA show, um, the Philadelphia show is now online, and then, you know, Brimfield just wrapped up. But I really applaud everybody who is working so hard to try and salvage some of these um antique shows or big flea market experiences by bringing them online. Um, but having said all that, I've gotten some messages from you all, both um, on Facebook and then also on Instagram, saying, okay, so you've been sort of highlighting all of these big shows and flea markets. What about those of us who are, you know, we have a booth at an antique mall, or maybe we have a shop, or maybe we are literally just selling out of our house. You know, we're finding great stuff. And then, you know, we don't have a formal place of business. We're selling out of our home. Can you kind of visit with us a little bit? Because it feels super discouraging still. And I, you know, y'all, I'm so grateful that um, you're, you know, that I got those messages because I, I know that, because I feel it too, this is such, continues to be such a weird moment in the world, right? It just, every day, you know, it feels like an out-of-body experience, kind of. And I'm in Texas, and Texas is open, and even in a state where things are open, 
there's tons of businesses that are not open. There's tons of restaurants that are not open, even though they can, some are not for all kinds of different reasons. And so um, I imagine that, you know, you all I know are all over the country. So everybody's situation in their state or their city or their county or whatever is just like all over the map, right? And And this does feel discouraging. It does feel like, is this ever going to end? Are we ever going to get back to life as we knew it? And I, listen, I feel those feelings every day too. Trust me. Um, You know, so I guess, you know, at the risk of trying to sound like a personal therapist or whatever, I I guess I want to say, first of all, that everything that you're feeling as far as feeling frustrated or even sad or mad or scared, like all of those feelings are totally legitimate. Absolutely. Everybody has felt or is feeling those feelings too. And, um, and how could you not, you know, the world that we knew like disappeared overnight, it feels like. And so I think it's only natural that we would say, okay, so (laughs) is this ever going to go back to how we, you know, what it was going to be like? And, and how, you know, how do we um, deal with this? So I, I've got some recommendations, but mainly I just want to say to you all, I feel you. I think it's totally normal. I think everybody feels that way. And I think when we're seeing different scenarios around the country, different stages of being open or closed or, you know, partially open or whatever, it, it just feels confusing and discouraging. You know, I know. So, all right. So having said all that, I feel Um so I, so I guess moving on from just kind of how we feel, I, you know, I think for me, when I start to feel those feelings of overwhelm, the thing that kind of gets me out of that headspace and into a space where, you know, I can move forward and start, you know, taking some action steps. I'm a very action oriented person. And I imagine, you know, you all are too. I think if you have, you own your own business, you have to be, or you wouldn't have a business, right? So you're used to doing things and taking steps. So I think that the, the best thing we can do when we start to kind of feel those feelings crowding in is to say, okay, I need to get out of my head and into making a step forward, right? Taking a step forward. So one of, one of the things I want to encourage you all to do is this week, after watching this video or listening to this podcast, however, however you're getting this content, I want you to take a minute and jot down on a piece of paper and don't make this harder than it needs to be, but jot down on a piece of paper, you know, regarding your business, your antique or vintage business, however that looks for you. Jot down like, I don't know, let's say 10 things, 10 things that in, in, um, if the world were normal, these are the 10 things that you would be doing. What is that? Would you be, um, you know, going to estate sales? Would you be going to thrift stores? Would you be calling on other dealers? Would you be on Instagram looking for stuff or on Facebook looking for stuff or, you know, whatever. Would you be having conversations with clients? Would you be, you know, it, would you be opening up a shop? Would you be working a desk? Would you be taking your shift at an antique mall? You know, like there's a lot of ways you can approach that list, but make a list of 10 things that you would normally be doing. And the reason I'm saying that I want you to do that is as a small business owner, I, I can almost assure you that on that list of 10 things that you would normally be doing, there's something that you could be doing now. 
right? Something on that list of 10 things is something that you really could be doing now. Um, you know, maybe it's photographing objects that you have for sale, you know, maybe it's, um, you know, you've, you've been wanting to do a better job keeping track of your inventory and you never had time to do that before. So, you know, maybe that's the thing. Um, you know, maybe it's, you know, participating in a form like this where you can ask questions and get input. Maybe it's taking a digital course where you can learn how to better market your business. You know, whatever the things are, reaching out to customers, you know, how can you do that during this time? I've got, I've got some ideas about that. So anyway, I want you to brainstorm, make a list of 10, 10 things, and then identify one or two things that realistically you could be doing this week. Because I think just getting yourself into an action, taking a step, moving forward is going to make your, make you feel a lot better and more in control of a situation that definitely feels very out of control. And then feeling out of control gets into fear and, you know, all of that. So taking some steps and doing some things, I think keeps us out of that scary headspace. Okay. Um, all right. One of the things that I know I keep looking down, those of y'all who are watching me on video, because I, you know, former teacher here, I always have, you know, notes of things I want to make sure that I, you know, that I cover with you all. Um, one of the things that, um, that I think is probably a true statement, and I, and you all hear me say this a lot, and of course, you know, I'm teaching social media, so I'm a big believer in the online world. But I know for a lot of you all, you know, the, the online world is really not something that you may be comfortable with. It may not be something that you ever thought you would really get involved with. Um, you know, you maybe in one part of your head, you knew that it was kind of out there, but your business was fine. You had, you know, plenty, you were making plenty of sales or plenty of clients or customers or people walking through the door of your shop or your mall or your flea market, whatever it is. And you just, you know, did never feel super compelled to get online. And I totally respect that and, 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 um, you know, don't fault you for that at all. Obviously I'm a big advocate of being online or I wouldn't be teaching, um, you know, these, you know, these digital courses designed for you all. Um, but I think now probably what is this week eight or week nine of, um, kind of shelter in place. Um, you know, I think we're all seeing a lot of news that, um, or reading articles or whatever that is definitely pointing toward the truth that traditional shopping, whatever that looks like, and that's what y'all are involved in is traditional shopping in some way, it may never look the same again. Um, and I don't say that to be discouraging. I think it's just a fact. It may never, it may never look the same again. Um, you know, whether it's um, because, you know, people are afraid to be in places where there's a lot of people or because, um, you know, there's limitations in how we can get out of our house or which businesses can be open or whatever. You know, there's a lot of factors that probably underscore the truth that shopping, you know, face-to-face -face shopping may not ever look exactly like it did before. And so rather than kind of then saying, okay, well, great. Where does that leave my antique or vintage business? For me, um, encouraging you all to, you know, kind of pivot and look at this a different way. I think this is a good moment to say, okay, these are businesses that I feel passionately about. Um, I've been doing them for however long, 30 years or 30 minutes. It doesn't make any difference. If this is your passion, this is what you're 
Um, you, whether you're doing it to put bread on the table or you're doing it because it it is your pastime and your hobby, it doesn't make any difference. If it is important to you and you want to keep it going, then I think it is important to pivot your mindset and maybe consider that being online may be something that you need to do. It may not be something you ever wanted to do or felt compelled to do, but probably it is something you need to seriously consider. Just, um, uh, you know, kind of food for thought there. Um, earlier I, I was kind of talking about interfacing with customers and clients. So let's talk about that a little bit. Um, one of the things that I know is true about, about how I deal with the people that I buy from is um, sort of the, the importance of having a relationship with the antique dealers that I buy from. Now, that's not 100% the case with every single thing that, that I buy. I certainly am buying all kinds of things from dealers that I have never met and probably never will meet. And I'm, of course, finding them, you know, online. But I know for a lot of you all, um, having a close relationship with your clients and your customers was a critical part of your business. And I definitely understand that because I have several very dear friends that I also do business with. And there is that confidence in buying things from them that is born from knowing them and being in communication with them and being face to face with them. Right. And so now that we are in, you know, a limited capacity to be able to be face to face with one another, how do you, um, circumvent that or how do you renew that relationship? Maybe is a better way to say it. So one of the things I want to encourage you all to think about is the power of email. So, I'm going to make a broad brushstroke statement here and, and, and I'm going to put myself flat in the category. Okay. So don't anybody get offended because I'm, I'm right there with you. So full disclosure, I am 52 years old. All right. And I ain't no spring chicken. Right. And so I find that a lot of people who are involved in the antiques, um, industries and vintage, a little less with the vintage folks, but for sure with the antique folks, this tends to be a slightly older demographic definitely my age and older. Um, and nothing wrong with that, but I think that just isn't is. And I think all of y'all would probably agree with me on that. And so, um, your customers, the people you're used to dealing with may not be used to being online, right? They may not be on Facebook or Instagram or really understand how they can, um, shop or find things to purchase that they typically collect by being online because they're used to buying in person, right? They're used to going to antique malls. They're used to going to shows. They're used to going to flea markets and or antique shops. And so that world feels unfamiliar to them and you need to meet them where they are. Even if you as a business owner are comfortable with social media, they may not be. And you you know, want to not lose touch with your client base, right? So one of the things I want you all to think about is utilizing email, okay? Um, and, I, you know, I don't want this to make you feel panicked if you're like, oh, shoot, I don't, I don't, I don't have an organized email list. Write that down as one of the 10 things that you can start working on now. I really encourage you all to consider um, building an email list, 
maybe you're lucky and you have one, or maybe you've got, you know, I don't know, maybe you've got um, emails to people, but you've never quantified all those emails and put them in a list. Or maybe you don't have any, but you do have a relationship with your, with your customers and your clients. So I would encourage you all to think about putting together an email list and begin communicating with your clients and customers again. Um, you know, I think that we all have to be sensitive about what is going on in the world right now. And you know your clients better than anybody. Um, you know, I think you know those clients that you can reach out to, you know, and not, they won't be offended. Um, and you probably know those clients that you maybe, you know, maybe need to deal with a little bit more sensitively. But but even um, in the spirit of not, hey, look at my latest acquisitions and I want to see if you want to buy them, but more in the spirit of, hey, I miss your face. <laughs> you know, I miss you. Um, I hope you're doing well. How is your family? You know, in the spirit of updating them about kind of what's going on with your business. You know, I think um, all of us, let me put it to you like this. There's restaurants in my town that, um, you know, I worry about all the time. Small shops, that I worry about all the time. Like I, I know the owners or the wait staff or the people who work in the shops and I really am worried about them. I, you know, this is a concerning moment for small businesses. I promise you, you've got clients and customers that are thinking that about you too. They're worried about you. They're wondering what's going on with, you know, this business that I used to patronize. And so I don't think there's anything wrong at all with sending out an email saying, hey, just touch and base with you. I miss you. I hope you're doing well. And here's what's going on with my business. I think that's totally fine. That is not about, here's my latest acquisitions and do you want to buy anything? Um, that is just about rekindling that communication and that interaction that we used to have in person and doing it via email. So um, something to think about. All right. Another thing that I want to um, visit with you all about is kind of this concern related to being sensitive about kind of the economic, you know, um, state of the union and being sensitive or feeling, um, sensitive about approaching people or trying to sell something during this time period. And that is a really legitimate, um, thought and a legitimate concern. So let me kind of share with you some insights that I've gained. Um, and I'll, and I'll share with you, you know, kind of where I'm, I'm hearing these discussions. So, I think I have shared with you all in earlier trainings, I certainly talk about this a lot um, inside my digital course to my students, but um, I um, am involved with many, many, many forums um, in all kinds of different places, many of them on Facebook, of people who are um, digital marketers, meaning whatever they sell, they sell it online, okay? And, um, those products could be very, very inexpensive, or they could be products that they were selling for thousands of dollars, you know, kind of before, um, you know, our pandemic problems. And so there's been a lot of discussion over the last eight or nine weeks about selling again and about, um, feeling a little bit insensitive or tone deaf is a term I hear a lot about trying to continue to sell or market during this time period. And I, I mean, and I think that's really legitimate. I under, I mean, I, I have had those same thoughts as well. Um, you know, are you 
um, ignoring when you're trying to sell something the economic hardship that somebody else may be experiencing. And I, and I definitely appreciate that. Definitely understand that. So here's how that relates to you all as antique and vintage business owners. First of all, the most important word that I just said is biz- words that I just said are business owners. You all own a business. You are entitled to keep your business going. Um, you know, again, I don't know if you're putting food on the table and keeping a roof over your head or if you're doing it because it's a hobby and it doesn't make any difference. You own a business. And in my humble opinion, the economy needs people to continue to do business. We cannot all just stop. We cannot. We have to keep moving forward. And one of the safest possible ways to do that is online, right? I mean, talk about a a touchless situation, right? So first of all, you are entitled to keep your business going. You are entitled to continue to sell. You are entitled to continue to put um, your things out there to the world um, for those who might be interested in buying, okay? It is not... Um, it is not being insensitive to do that um, because if somebody doesn't have the means to um, buy something from you, then they won't, right? It's just that simple. They won't do business with you. You know, if they don't have, um, you know, that extra, um, you know, whatever, fund money for the month, um, you know, where they wanted to buy the, the thing to hang on the wall, then they won't. Okay. And you're not being insensitive by putting it in front of them. There are people who are, there are people who are still shopping. I can assure you there are people who are doing a significant amount of online shopping. I can assure you that is still going on. So, um, I, I I would encourage you not to wrestle too much with that idea. You, um, or that concern, you are entitled to continue to operate your business right? And if people don't want to buy what you're selling, then they won't. Okay. You know, I, I, let me put it like this. When I get emails, I don't know, from any national retailer I've ever done business with, right? It doesn't offend me that I'm getting an email from, you know, name the retailers. That is their business. Their business is to put their products in front of me. And if I don't have the money to buy their products, then I simply delete the email it's not that big of a deal. I don't get offended that they're emailing me. I know that that is their business and that's what they do. So I would encourage you all to kind of adopt that same mindset. Okay. All right. So the last thing that I want to leave you all with today, you know, kind of regarding mindset is this. Um, and I've seen some people kind of, you know, joke about this online and I think it's a totally real thing. So I think at the beginning of the, um, you know, the shelter in place, I think for sure for many of us in the beginning, we were also shell-shocked that we didn't know what to do. You know, we were kind of home watching the news 24-7 and it, and it you know, understandably, and I think we all were kind of frozen in place. Um, I have seen lately people saying things like, you know, I had all these plans for all these things that I was going to get done while I was staying home. Um, and I've got none of those things done. And I see people saying that kind of like in a joking boy, you know, in a joking way. Um, and I see that really more related to, you know, I was going to clean out all my closets or I was going to clean up my garage or, you know, what stuff around the house that I never had time to do. And now I like still haven't gotten it done. Right. And you may be feeling that way too, related to your business. You know, you maybe did 
think, oh, good, now is when I can organize all my emails or, you know, my inventory is a big fat mess and I need to figure that out or, you know, whatever your thing was. Or maybe it was now is the time for me to figure out how to use social media. You know, I've always been saying I was going to do it and now's the time to do it and you haven't done it yet. And you know what? So what? (laughs) Cut yourself some slack, right? You know, there is, there is never a wrong time or a late time to jump into a project and get it going ever. You know, there's never a wrong time or a late time. And so if, um, learning how to position your business on Facebook or Instagram so that you can start making sales online is something that you know you want to do. You've been wanting to do it and you know it's critical for your business, especially at this point. Shoot, no better day than today to start, right? Don't kick yourself. Don't punish yourself. um, Don't scold yourself for stuff that you didn't do, you know, two weeks ago or three weeks ago or whatever, Today's a brand new day. Every day we wake up, it's a brand new day to get something new started. So I want to encourage you to be gentle with yourself and to um, take a deep breath and to move forward with a project or a task. Um, I think you know every day that you do that, you'll find it easier the next day to accomplish even more. And pretty soon, I think you'll find yourself back in a groove. It may not be the same kind of groove, but you'll find yourself back in a groove that you were in before all of this started. And I think that's what a lot of us really crave and we're missing is that normalcy, is that routine, is that list of things that we do all the time that you know we routinely need to do. Um, and all those things disappeared. But you can create a new routine. You can create a new list. You can create a new, um, you know, schedule of things that you do to move your business forward. Um, because it's for sure every single business in the world has had to pivot and has had to retool and has had to rethink how they've always done something. And, you know, if things return to normal at the world as we know it, great. If things Um, get kind of wonky again as we move into the fall and the winter as you know some people are predicting it might you you'll know what to do you will have already pivoted you will have already figured that out you will have already um, made kind of a plan b for your business and some action steps so that you don't have to miss a beat so i really encourage you to take a close look at your mindset Um, maybe shake out those cobwebs a little bit and move forward Um, because your business is important, you are important, and I can promise you there's people out there who are really interested in seeing what you have for sale, no doubt about it. All right, I hope you all have a really good rest of your week. Um, if you are watching this video on Facebook, please feel free to drop a comment. I would love to hear your thoughts. Um, if you are listening to this podcast, I really would love to also hear your comments and your thoughts. Either way, I love good feedback. Um, it lets me know what you all are thinking and how I can better help you. All right. Okay. Y'all take care. Bye.